Well, well good evening. Uh, yeah. Hello there, folks. So, um, <laughs> well, I got to say, it's been an unusual first ten minutes there. So, um, <laughs> even the brightest of the lot have forgot to turn on the bloody uh, video streaming software. So, I've been talking away for ten minutes on the live on radio. Um, and then I realized how come people haven't been watching. So there you go. <laughs> so um, obviously I've got the city of Brisbane behind me. And um, just above me is Michael. We've had Michael before and he's on the other side of Brisbane. But it's a big but. Would you believe it? Our um, co-host is not in the UK today. She's sitting on a little Mediterranean island. Would you believe it? And um, she can bring us uh, awareness to that right now and tell us. Hi, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to Dreaming the New Dream. And welcome, Michael Lamb, who is a regular guest on the show, and he's going to share lots more amazing wisdom about elements and elementals. But yes, today I am in Cyprus, and I landed last night with a friend. Um, not fully landed yet, but um, it's 30 degrees. I've been here before, so I know, I know Cyprus, so... Is the sky is blue and it's absolutely stunning. So, and I've come up to a place called Tala, um, so where a friend has got his computer and everything set up. So just because I left my computer cable behind, would you believe? <laughs> of all things, I've never done that before. So anyway, I'm in Tala for um, a short spell and enjoying every moment and um without further ado i'm going to hand you over to michael who's going to share about the elements and the elementals so welcome michael lovely to see you again hi how are you going thanks for having us back on the show i believe it's number six is it right. yeah it could be <laughs> cool yes and um yes we're going live right around we are now yes good okay that's awesome <laughs> <laughs> yeah getting back to the elements the elements are basically the prime basic aspect for um, what we use in uh, different modalities of the Kabbalah and many other systems uh, the elements is elementary of course so basic schooling is of course what we call elementary school pretty simple so we use it as the foundation of spirit and uh, mind and the physical body so it's probably good to reiterate this as well because it's a very very powerful way to amplify your connection with deeper meditations particularly the kind of meditations that we do they're a lot stronger plus we do a lot of the physical disciplines in that as well so what i was doing overseas was absolutely working so um uh, brilliantly we were training with the physical body so we we're strengthening the elements and uh, we we're doing it through the layers of the physical body and then we do it through the layers of the mental body astral body which is your soul and then your spirit which is of course related to the akasha and uh, many other planes okay yeah so i can just reiterate so basically the first element we're going to be getting into and the negative and positive emotions related to the fire element the fire principle and the elemental beings that if you are moving around in the astral planes you'll need to be very very strongly protected so fire primarily like the akasha is to the willpower your willpower is a package that comes with your spirit your will your primal drive to survive so when you get into your freeze your flight or um fight mode 
fire is the element that's going to come with you. So that's going to be the one. The next element we'll be getting deeply involved with is to the air element. And the air is primarily to the mental body and the mental mind and the universal mind. All right. And training with the air element is fantastic because it's quite evasive. It's light. And we'll go through each of the constellations and how they apply to the air element and to the wind. And of course, you cannot have a life without the breath of air. It is the prime aspect or the first thing you'll do when you come into this world is to take a breath of air. And it's going to be the last thing you do when you expire is with that last gasp of air. So air is ox basically oxygen and nitrogen. And we will talk a little bit about some of the other noble gases and what they're uh, useful for. So we're moving from the air into the mental body and the mental mind and how we can you know, move things you know, faster than light speed. So the only thing faster than light speed that we know at this stage is thought. So if you think of Jupiter, you're there. If it takes light, it'll take a lot longer to get there. Uh, we're moving now into the water element. Just talking about this as an overview, the water element is primarily to all liquids. So we're running a stack of different liquids in our bodies. So the water element is to the life force of this planet, your streams, your rivers, your creeks, to the great seas, oceans, lakes, around the world. So if you look at a delta where a river feeds out, this can be very, very similar to your veins. And... Um, also when it works you know like arteries and also into the flesh of your body it's feeding life force your blood is your life force and how important the liquid element is and then uh we're moving into one of the primary aspects of course is the earth element and we'll talk about the different constellations and how the earth is to solidity and to the physical body so right down deep into the skeleton you have the marrow in your bones and things like this so we're going to be looking at the anatomy of the physical body as well as the mental body astral body your soul and of course your spirit and how they differ and they all come together by using the last aspect of the element which is the if element number five okay makes everything different okay which is to the ether the akasha and the higher planes all right they obviously things like you know interstellar planes cosmic planes and the outer planes you won't be able to get access to those higher planes until you understand uh the aspect of etheric energy or the ether it's funny it was ripped off in science and banned and everything but most of the instruments that use the maxwell equations use ether so now we have ethernet it's all come back again you know miraculously so that's the fifth element you've got it all here you got five fingers on this hand and five fingers on that hand so five and five is ten completed so five <laughs> magnetic and five electric right so we'll get into that and how we build electric and magnetic energy and how powerful that can be within your body particularly when you're working with um building a lot of energy uh, for things that you want to do, whether it be for aspects of magic or medic principles, holistic energy, you need to have a very, very strong body plus a very stable energy field, which we call the aura or the corona or um, your energy field. Um, so we're looking at this as well. Just looking at this principle here. You see the five there to the pentagram. Generally, we use that. You see the, the triangles, like the four triangles. If you merge those four triangles, you get the star of David, which is the six point star. So in um, Hermetics, six-point star is to the macrocosm, okay? It combines elements. And the five-point star is the mastery of the microcosm. Everything's smaller than yourself, right down to nanoparticles, atoms, molecules, and uh, life forces as well. So the microcosm basically deals with this planet. The macrocosm deals with all the other energies that come in as well. So micro and macro, or penta and hexa, 
which are two shapes that actually exist in your DNA, right? So five-point star and six-point star. And that's why they symbolize on so many flags and so many corporations use both those symbols very, very eloquently indeed. So fire, earth, air, water, and spirit or ether, as it were. And we'll be talking about it. This is a very good diagram. It's from an ancient game that was taken from the, uh, the Grimoires. It's called D&D. Um, so we're looking at this symbol here, this diagram. Can anyone see that well? So you look at the very first aspect of the eight aspects of this symbol. The first is the prime material plane, number one. That's right in the center, like the center of a sun. Okay, so the prime material plane is this earth and other things that are material, the prime material plane where all the elements get to take place and you get to have these incredible things called life and you interact with all the other life forms around you, which, you know, basically billions of types of life forms and species. The second aspect in this is the, the negative, okay? There's the positive material. Sorry, that's the second part, the positive. And the third aspect is the negative material aspect, all right? So prime material, positive material, and negative material aspects, okay? So matter and antimatter. Sequence. You know, you have day and night, in and out, up and down, yin and yang, blah, 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 okay? So everything is in flow because we live in a plane of duality, as it were. Um, we're looking at the, the next aspect of this. We're slowly looking at this. We're going down to aspect four, which is the air at the top there. And these four quadrants or four quarters, four directions, air element we just spoke about. Fifth one down is fire. We're looking at the fire element there, flame. And one, three to six now is earth. And number seven is to liquid water. And the eight is the ethereal plane, indeed. That's the ethereal plane. There's another aspect to the ethereal connects all the planes. The ether or the akasha exists within all other elemental places and space. This is a very good um, diagram if you're doing a lot of um, meditation or you're walking around other planes and dimensions. And um, you know, you're waking up in your dreams. So you're basically working in the dream state lucid dreaming is opposite to this you know we're in what's called time space and in the lucid dream you're in space time so time and space is inverted so you'll need to understand these principles if you want to go into deeper ascension you can just you know you could probably fluke it the way some people can do it but generally this is very important if you know if you want to understand uh, what's called you know primarily the philosopher's stone that we learn in hermetics as well and of course the 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 ether or the akash is the, so the key to the astral plane okay the astral plane as well and once you go out past the astral and ether planes you can access all the other planes and dimensions whether it be negative or positive you know like you know the twin paradises or the happy hunting grounds or the um you know the heavens or the abyss or the hells or pandemonium or limbo or any of these other planes that are neutral or whatever so you can have access to multiple planes and dimensions which is basically what's happening with your soul you're actually living in multiple planes and dimensions but uh, more on that later as we flow along thank you very much for showing that oh good hmm. the elements are elementary so you're basically Sorry. looking at the soul map yeah, I've Jeff is disappeared because he's having problems with his camera, and I've unmuted because of I've got the fan going, which is quite noisy. So it's all happening today, folks. Okay, so do you need to move on to the next diagram? Yes, yes, okay. yeah, that's right. Thank you. 
elements in the tarot so if you're using the suits the same thing in the tarot it's still going to be your wands are going to be to fire your pence are going to be to earth you know microcosm and coins as it were either of those swords will be you know to the air and cups into the water so basically if you go back through you know to the modern card deck if you're not even using the tarot if you're just using a playing card deck wands are to clubs diamonds are to coins or pence spades are to the swords and hearts are to cups so you're going to have the elements there again so if you go for an overview of that so the fire will be you know to enthusiasm ambition power and intuition pants or the earth will be to being practical you know confidence you know sensation opportunities and being grounded and then if you move into the, the aspect of the spades and the air element it's intellectual aspects concepts thinking and research okay so memory that kind of thing wisdom and if you're moving into the water element the hearts after the spades you're going through deep aspects of emotions opinions psychic development instincts and things like that so that's a part of the nature so whichever way you stack it with the elements you can access any level of consciousness within this universe and that's what we do thank you next slide um if you want to look at this this is just a, a symbol or a representation of um uh, this is, I think this is Hippocrates, um, Hippocrates. Um, you look at that, it's just the chart where you see the four going into the eight, see the square, you tilt it and it goes into a diamond. So you've got transitional elements and they use those words of phlegmatic, melancholic, choleric and sanguine. Okay. So if you look at that as well, that's just another way of looking at it. So if you're following a particular religion or philosophy, that may help there as well so and then there's all the colors that are associated with each of the elements and we're going to get into that a little bit deeper okay can you then unmute to ask michael okay good all right can everyone hear me okay i can yeah, hear you i yeah. can hear you loud and clear oh good no worries otherwise i'll put the phone so i'm not sure Looking at the five points here of the um, the Chinese chart or Chinese, Chinese, okay, as it were. So generation overcomes. So if we look at, um, let's say if we start with fire to earth to water and wood would be air, okay? So we look at the um, the plant kingdom being related strongly to the air element as, as, as we breathe out carbon dioxide the plants generate oxygen. So it's a symbiotic relationship we have to the plant kingdom, you know, and all the plants that heal us and strengthen us, you know, we get all our herbs and all the fruits and, you know, vegetables and things like that, because they're living consciousness, which we're going to explore a little bit deeper as we roll along as well. Fifth element being metals, because they're the minerals that um, run in our bodies. You know, we need iron in our blood and calcium for our bones. And, you know, we, we, you know, if we lack magnesium, it's going to create all sorts of problems. So we have all these aspects of the elements um, and the minerals relating to metal, right? So everything in your life now will have something to do with like that, that fifth element. So there's something that's a mineral that's raw out of the ground and then it's founded, you know, and then forged and it forms everything from aircraft to you know motor vehicles motorbikes everything is you know vehicles with steel and metals and these magic metals 
that we work with, okay, being the fifth element in the Chinese. So if you're going to transfer your, your Western and your Eastern, this is a really good way to do it because we need to do that East and West so that they're connected together rather than being separate. You want to be able to sort of merge them and see how they work across levels and planes. Once again, five-point star, five fingers, negative and positive, as it were, as we continue. Here we are. This is the Pythagorean cosmic morphology. If you are going into advanced aspects of um, ascension, meditation, and practice, so you're building very, very strong elements and stronger energy fields and energy uh, strength around your body, you would use the platonic solids or the Ashmolean solids. All right. So we're going from two dimensional aspects of like our triangles, you know, like our four elements, we're moving into 3D, which is the platonic solids. So fire would be the tetrahedron. You can see it at the top there, okay, which is a four, tetra mean four-sided triangle, a triangular-based triangle. And that's a key to more advanced meditations. So more on that as we go along. If you look down at the water element, we're looking, no, go back, please. Icosahedron, thank you. The icosahedron is to water and to the liquids, all right? And then, of course, if you go up to earth, is to the cube, okay? The cube is to earth. And then across to air, which is the octahedron, all right? So many of the crystalline structures on our planet, valuable stones, grow into this. And then, of course, the fifth element is the dodecahedron. So you, you're morphing a three-dimensional or a two-dimensional five-point star. When you turn that into 3D, it turns into the, what's called, we morph it into the, the dodecahedron, okay, which is a 12-sided uh, pentagram. Uh, more on that if you want to get into that. More, that's more for uh, Hermetics and Kabbalah and those people that want to experiment with high end energy, you know, with um, Hermetics and alchemy. Exactly. Uh, what's happening to Jeff? Looks like he's been possessed by an interdimensional space monkey again. There you go. He's, he's off. He's gone. I'm not sure. I'm really not sure what's going on with Jeff today. It makes a change. It's not me anyway. <laughs> anyway, carry on. This is fascinating. Yeah. So morphology is, is morphism. And it's what a lot of the ancient cultures knew about what we call uh, polymorphing you know like yeah polytech it's high energy so you can morph from one aspect to another or you know, they call trans or um you, you slide through into dimensions or what we call polymorphing which is shape shifting you shape shift it's something that takes a lot of skill to do but it's been done in the past hair where you have aspects of lancanthropy you know where you have um you know, or legends about transylvania surprise surprise that mm -hmm. name coming up again okay so that's a deep area to go into but it, it is covered if you want to read and study that kind of area you know eastern europe has a lot of knowledge you know around the um the black sea and uh, the balkans all down there that's a big area to get into like this as i said if you want to go into 3d shapes you move through the uh Pythagorean solids or what you call the platonic solids and that'll get you into 4D and 5D makes things in 5D very easy to access you get to understand how the five dimension or the fifth dimension works because there are higher dimensions 
and dimensions, you know, even science says this, you know, they, they can be in another uh, frequency. You can't see them, but you can access them or they can be crumpled up in front of you. All, all these different aspects is so much value that you can understand in, in what doesn't exist in your normal spectrum of what you hear and what you see and what you feel and what you taste. Mm. Okay, good. All right. We've just got... can, I just, can I butt in there? Because, like, you know, there's different people say there's dimension, like there's a, so, man, so many dimensions in one dimension and then there's more dimensions in... I mean, you could go on and on and on. So what's your take on numbers of dimensions in a dimension, if you if you know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's, I'll just do the basic stuff. I'm not going to go right into yeah, that because yeah. that's just going to take, you know, several months to explain that unless you've already been working with these energies for a long time you know, or you've, you've brought it in from another cycle. We, we basically work in three dimensions, okay? Up, down, you know, as I say, uh, well, we'll still with the, the directions, okay? North, south, east, and west, and up and down. That'll give you three dimensions. All the room that you're in at the moment, all right, has width, breadth, and height. The fourth dimension we generally call time, all right? So what I just said five seconds ago, I cannot retrieve that. That's gone down the timeline. Mm -hmm. So time. When you understand time, this is when, you know, I've spoken about it before about the Philadelphia experiment and things like that. This is really beyond the scope of most people because they don't, they, they think it's a mental construct. Well, if time's a mental construct, stop aging. Oh, it's okay. Yeah, but it's hot. Yes, I know. If you're in the fifth dimension, you're not living in the fifth dimension, you're living in the third dimension. So if you understand the principles of anti-gravity and all that sort of stuff, which, you know, has been, been around for years or decades, even millennia, that's how advanced, you know, spacecraft and, beings can move in and out of portals and dimensions quite fast that's anti-gravity so you understand the principles of time when you do advanced meditation say the macabre right you understand the speed of time so you want to get to nine tenths the speed of time nine tenths sorry you've got to get to the speed of light sorry speed of light is 180,000 miles per second about 300,000 kilometers per second nine tenths of that is the speed of time time and light work together and same with gravity so when you have like crop circles or any of these sort of formations or anomalies appearing or you know poltergeist activity like that you'll have a distortion in time or time space or where there's been a really massive battle and there's been a lot of carnage so there's a lot of disturbed souls so it'll tear a hole into the space time and that's where entities can come in and out, as it were, whether they be good, bad, indifferent, or whatever. So the time aspect, you'll have to understand by learning to awaken in your dreams. It's probably about one of the best ways to do it, uh, which is called lucid dreaming or, you know, awakening on the other side. Mm -hmm. When you do that, you can understand the distortion of time because you can spend, have a two or three hour nap and go, on the other side and be awake for like three or four days, you know, or then you can have the inception aspect where you wake up in a dream within a dream and, and so on and so forth. I don't know how to explain it any other way. You're not going to get on onto the fifth dimension understand unless you sort of understand how time works and time has three dimensions. And this is all done, you know, through aspects, you know, Gary Off's work and what Tesla was working with and many other aspects. It's too big to sort of really get into it, but you got to understand how, torsion fields work the torus okay how about i do it this way if you have a dot that's like one dimension if you have a circle it's 2d all right you know outside inside is two dimensions 
If you have a sphere, that is three dimensions. If you have a torus, that is 4D. Now a torus looks like an apple, all right? See how it sinks in at the top and then sinks down at the bottom. But inside the apple or the orange or 90% of the fruit, you have self-replication. It creates a seed. It creates a seed. If you cut it in half, you'll see the seed. That's a torus field. See how it in and out, it feeds in on itself or torsion fields. And that's where you create spiral in and spiraling out currents. That's a torsion that creates life. So if you eat the apple, you pick up the seed, it has all the memories, all the memories of the tree. So the seed of life creates the tree of life, which bears the flower of life, which bears the fruit of life. So it's self-replication. It's understanding the Ouroboros and many of these other aspects of symbology. Does that make sense from 4D? It certainly does. Thank you for that. <laughs> right. Yeah, good. That's good. Don't worry about fifth and sixth dimensions because no, 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 we won't go there. Work, unless you're working with energies such as like Mercury and you know outer aspects like Uranus and, and Neptune, it's just it's your mental mind won't work. It'll yeah. just it'll just go like that. It'll short out. It will. Totally. You know. Yeah, it's like going into a damn winter class and everyone just shorts out in five seconds, like because you're just speaking yeah. so otherworldly, you know. It's it, it really is. But if you understand the aspects, once to get once you get into four mm -hmm. D, it's easier to understand five D, five dimensions and how that principle works. Hypercubes right. and things like that, or tesseracts. Mm -hmm. And th that way you're not so much caught up with illusion. This world has like many, many aspects of illusion, which we call the seven veils. Um, until you can see through at least three or four of those veils or in higher levels of the veils, you won't see it because it's Maya and you're not ready to see beyond those veils because it'll shatter your soul. It will just shatter you. If you understand what's really yeah. going on this planet, yeah. it will uh, rip you apart. It totally. really will. You're not ready for it. The emotions, you, you see people, you know, the, the, the psych wards are full of people that have got, they've accessed too much or they're hearing the voices and things they don't know how to explain that and they're just going to go to the mainstream and you know you know what happens from there sort of thing you know what size straight jacket would you like today yeah you know, that yeah, kind yeah. Of thing. i've worked in the mental oh, health yeah, so sort of thing. yeah so you're not ready to do it you've got to be able to deal with it if you have any aspect of this knowledge you've got to have a, a belief system or an aspect where you can house it otherwise you're going to start leaking energy out into other fields and, and zones as it were and that's why we're talking about the elements and elementary energy because it's a foundation where you can house the most advanced spiritual knowledge and we'll come back to those five principles in positive and five principles in negative and you just look at it being electric and magnetic energy so we're going to go through that okay just getting there, the three fire um, aspects that we're talking about, all well, the three constellations are going to be Aries, the Ram, obviously Leo the Lion, and the Centaur, Sagittarius, right? And they're three large constellations in our sky, and they represent the fire energy. So there are star systems. So, for example, when we work with fire, unless you're quite proficient at building fire, you actually flood the whole physical body. You sit in meditation. So you, you learn how to, you know, go through the basic meditation principles, you know, the really basic beginner stuff. And when you get into the silence, you actually learn how to do what's called vacaciousness. And then you fill your body with the fire element. And when you build the fire, you build it and you build it and you build it and you amplify it. You usually do like seven breaths in and seven breaths out and you build it within the physical body 
the mental body and the astral body, and then of course into the Akasha. Now this takes a lot of practice, but once you've done it, you just, you're on. So fire is light. So if you want a higher frequency of fire, rather than say like a campfire or a stove, or just you, you can build like laser light or plasma. But what we do is we tap the stars. So we'll tap the sun and get to feel the energy of the sun. I mean, you could use Mars, but Mars can be a bit volatile. So if you use the energy of the sun, it's how you build massive aspects of energy and really, really good because it's electric energy. So you tap it. So it's, a, it's got a, a very strong masculine energy about it. All right. Of course, it's got phenomenal feminine energy too, but the sun is a constant, it's an absolute, hence why there's so many, you know, sun gods around the world, you know, the sun gods, because it's something that's always been there. And every single one of those prophets, it doesn't matter if it's Jehovah or Buddha or Jesus or anyone, they all walked under the sun. If they're on this planet, they've all walked under the sun. So the sun creates infinite life in nanoseconds, trillions of tons of life forms. So it's intelligent light, so much so that it penetrates the earth. And that's the structure that it creates. And its shape is to the six, okay, of what's called the hex. So that aspect it grows so most of the crystalline structures are six-pointed hexes you know say rubies emeralds and uh your quartzes you know obviously amethyst and uh, citrine and those sorts of things as well but we'll get into those structures another time it's too much for the average person until you start working this and then you get massive impressions and massive intuition so there's your main three fire signs of course just in this local we'll look at the zodiac because that's going to be the 12 and that's a key to time as well remember clock face has got 12 you know 13 signs the hands tell time another key to the 4d generally people under these signs have tendencies towards more fire emotions of course these emotions are not just limited to these signs and and of course these emotions and feelings can be balanced and mastered now so when you have your your chart you're going to have a combination your your sun sign is generally most your personality but also your moon signs important and your rising sign will make up plus where your planets are so it's like an alchemical formula or a numeric formula or you know or what we call a catalytic formula when you understand that you can access a lot about a person's energy sequences and the, the year they were born it's going to stack because you know that's how it works so fire element we build it to create willpower drive enthusiasm those sorts of things so you can see it there it's the triangle pointing up that represents fire it's a universal symbol so if you're communicating with high energy beings you use symbolism it's faster than this english language you'll trip over it all the time by the way the ling english language is the language of angles okay originally england okay was angles land angles came over you don't hear about them much they've sort of been written off out of history like the ancient britons you know they wrote off you know, the Arthurian lines and things like that. But those bloodlines are real and they're around, but they've been strategically removed by the powers that be. But that's something that if you want to go into that research, it takes guts, drive and energy to follow that. You know, we're not just talking airy fairy spirituality. You, you want to research that and, and look at those bloodlines and how powerful they are and where they go back to. All right, so fire is obviously to discipline and strength you know like drive and to get things done so willpower comes with your spirit it's a package deal when you come into this world you sign up for it and bang away you go so that's a, a an overview of fire we're just going to look at the signs there so you have on that there 
I had trouble trying to bring that up there, but I have it in my book and uh, my ebook as well. You have the negative fire traits of Aries and the positive emotional fire traits of Aries, you know? So obviously, you know, the, this Aries is that Ram. It's an initiator. It's powerful in symbolism. They use it on vehicles like cars, you know, the Dodge Ram and it's huge. Okay. It's initiating force, you know, like two Rams butting head. So, you know, you know, the ram sound or ram, you know, is to the solar plexus, you know, as you're, if you're going through the Roji Bib method in your chakras. Leo, the lion, it's pretty straightforward. You know, the positive aspects are going to be pride, you know, and it's negative is going to be arrogance and things like that. But there, there it is there on the chart in front of you. I've only just sort of put about six positive emotions and six negative emotions, respectively, to Aries, Leo, and Sagittarius. Sagittarians make great teachers. You know, they're very direct. They, they get to the point straight away. And the negative aspects of obviously going to be the negative emotions. And this is only a, just a quick overview. To us, it's, you know, we've been doing it for years. You know, astronomy, astrology, cosmology, tarot, it's just second nature to us because we practiced and practiced and practiced. We built these energies. And when you get very, very familiar, you know, you're working with these energies. So fire is to your spirit, it's to your drive, and then you break it down into aspects. Once you can control these fire emotions, you've got phenomenal energy. You're building massive amounts of energy in your body. You know, sex drive is more powerful. Your initiation to get up and do things physically, mentally, and emotionally is very much impacted out fire we spell with an f you know even in battles you know that fire you know it's fire the firefight we remove the f and we use the p and h that's later if you want to understand true kabbalah and you know unifying a lot of energy which is the phi and five the word five okay so it's a spiritual fire all right moving along i thought it was i get too esoteric and you know, people aren't going to follow as usual we're looking at the fire and the sun. The sun's a constant, creates trillions of tons of life in a nanosecond. It's intelligent. It's not just some random idiotic, you know, bunch of gases put together. It's what actually happens to us, okay? We're sons, okay? We're here having an earthly experience. Sons and daughters, okay? So the daughter is the fourth dimension. So the womb to the tomb, you know, you're birthed in this world, you're sold, okay? So you actually like sons. So your son is a star being it's an infinite it's it's an absolute i don't care about mainstream science oh it's only going to last another four billion years who cares that means nothing to you or me it means nothing because they're absolutes they're absolutes and they create trillions of tons of life and every kind of species through their siblings which are the planets okay so that's it's an understanding of structure and movement and energy like molecules in the microcosm solar system and the macrocosm so fires to will drive directive assertiveness courage you need these things focused energy energized motivated power initiation you know electric energy endeavor being proactive you know ecstatic opportunistic you know explorative you know relationships to spark if you don't have that with someone forget it you're not going to have a relationship it's just not going to go anywhere it's going to be flat and boring so you need that spark and energy i'm not going to apologize how i speak this is how i speak and you know just to get the knowledge and the, the energy across you know because let's face it, we're not getting any younger so the sun is a star being and that's what your spirit is so eventually as we ascend we become part of soul or, or star groups and now conscious moves into suns and we get the opportunity to create, you know, all these crazy aspects of life. So this is fire element moving through it. So it's will and drive, you know, 
it's God force or part of the Godhead. Okay, so the stars get bigger and bigger, and then you you, know, you get into this you know sectors of galaxies and so on and so forth, and intelligent beings. So what we call diva, you know. So be going if you're going through the angelic levels, you got angels, archangels, then you move into principles. These are these are beings that will help you in anything in your life endeavors. They have negative aspects and then they have positive. Okay, you have negative beings and positives. So more on that later. If you're studying Kabbalah, fine. But if you're not, forget it. Just don't touch it. It's too much for you. Moving right along. Next slide, please. Okay, this is a fire being. I took a photo of. It's in a fire, but you won't see it. Probably don't have the detail. But if we use high res 4K, you'll see the being there. But in in, in fire, it's intelligence, it's heat, it's light, it's creative. It's um the elemental beings that are related to the fire element, of course, are going to be salamanders drakes and draco okay or dragons and dragons relate to all the elements because they're the fifth element as well but they exist in other planes and dimensions and they're very intelligent beings okay so we're going to talk a little bit about nursery rhymes and how powerful they are and that's where it gets to as well so fantasy becomes reality and mainstream news becomes whatever mainstream news is i don't care so we, we live in this other world where we can access all realms and dimensions all right great Okay, moving along, michaelsalchemy at gmail.com. Thank you very much for that. Another aspect of a fire being, not a very great shot. You're not going to see the detail there, but fire elemental beings, okay? There are different names and different types of them. Okay, they're the Afriti in this one. You see that's an Afriti. It's just a sketch. So they're fire beings. So once again, like genie or jinn, all right? They're beings... The genie will work with you, generally positive-wise. The negative are the jinn, and they, they're mentioned in a lot of the Middle Eastern texts and um, a lot of the Asiatic and also parts of um, Europe and Africa. Um, they don't like humans. They, they don't like them, so they are very uh, accessible to manipulating them uh, through the lower chakras because they, they know how to move in and out of four- and five-dimensional planes. They can access the astral planes very easily. To the right of the Afridi, that's a fire tornado, or what's called a fire spout. So every single element will have it when you have massive amounts of energy that will be spiraling currents. It's just like when you pull out the, the plug in a bath it spirals it, it spirals and it creates a vortex and it'll pull everything down with it like a ship sinking but it needs oxygen air and water go together same with fire to feed the fire otherwise it'll go out it needs oxygen to feed it so what we get is like fire spirals like a, a tornado and that that becomes like what's called a firestorm in very extreme aspects of, of forest fires things like this but understanding spiraling fire is basically that's a very coarse view, but that, that's basically what lasers and pulse and, you know, plasma and things like that. I'll get into that as we get into the fifth element a little bit further, but we better keep rolling because we're tight for time already. So moving to our next uh, element, we're moving to the air, you know, or to the wind. All right. The first thing you do when you enter this life, you're going to take a breath of air. And we build air around us, okay? This is called the breath of life, okay? Air is oxygen and nitrogen. So when you're meditating, a really good skill to learn to calm your mind, because everyone when they're meditating have this issue to shut their stupid minds up because your mind will transmit and receive thousands of thoughts. That's what it's meant to do. But if you master your mind, master mind, I did this because I've got an incredibly fast mind 
and we had to learn to master it. Use the air principle. So breath. So when you breathe, you calm your mind through oxygen and nitrogen because your mind is starving for those two aspects. And then it'll produce beautiful oxytocin and serotonin and all these other phenomenal aspects. You know, like it also it'll create its own tryptophans and tryptomines too. If you have enough, you're actually in the stasis of good air. You need clean air, like clean water. So the air is to the breath of life and it nourishes our soul and spirit like light does. So all living things need air, you know, and even fish, you know, with their gills, they're, they're bringing oxygen out of the water. So it creates that stasis. It's a fundamental absolute, you know, the principles. So it gives us high quality of life. So, you, you know, you can't just live like in a poisonous environment, you know, where there's smoke and smog it's not good for you so you want clean air clean air that's why if you're really stifled go for a walk on the beach go for a walk in the forest or the park you get good air and you, you can focus on things outside your own self so the air element is prime requisite for that we do what's called um poor breathing when we're building massive amounts of energy so we actually imagine the air around us in a sphere or a torus field and we breathe it through our pores that gives us um, like a, a renewed energy to our skin and our life as well. Um, it relates to the mental mind and then later to the spirit mind. So if you're moving from your mental mind to the spirit mind, spirit mind is very calm. It's just Zen. It can hear. So it's very good for intuition and picking up thoughts of others. So if you're working with psychic abilities or holistic abilities of healing and so on and so forth, all the modalities, I won't have time to cover them. Just understand that. So air will be having a symbiotic relationship with water as we go. So obviously the air is something that needs to be built within the body. So you imagine that when we build the air, we actually take our time. We usually do about seven to eight breaths and deep breaths. You know, you can last weeks without food, maybe days without water, but you can't live without a breath. You know, you need that maximum is only, you know, several minutes. That's it. You need the air. So air element is prime requisite to that, right? So it's also to atmosphere we'll get into as well because the same as when you build energy around your body, you're creating your own atmosphere. And uh, we're looking at the three constellational signs of the air element, of course, which of course will be Gemini, Libra, and Aquarius, right? So they have positive and negative traits, positive and negative emotions. Say, so for example, we'll just pick on Gemini, Positive would be sensitive, you know, strong mind, you know, sharp mind, quick, liveliness, you know, playfulness, lightheartedness. They're positive emotions. Negative emotions would be oversensitive, you know, un unforgiving, insecurity, uncaring, mistrustful, flivorous. But this is the beauty when we're working with energy. You get to understand that you can just tweak the negative emotion and bring it back into positive very, very fast. You don't get caught in depression or a grand funk or where a lot of people go with their emotions because no matter what you do in this world, you can't get rid of your emotions. There are packages that come with your spirit. So you learn to balance your emotions. So it's like you balance things. It's like a diet or your exercise or your life or your relationship. You balance it. You, you balance it. Libra, once again, positive emotions would be clear thinking, peacefulness, you know, evaluation, diplomacy, tolerance, you know, discretion, things like that. And a negative would be a weak will. Indecision is a big one, fickleness and things like that. I won't go through all, but it's negative and positive. It's black and white. It's yin and yang. So, you know, over masculine, over feminine, you need a balance between the two. Uh, Aquarius would positive would be logical, you know, reasoning, you know, friendliness, courteousness, you know, pleasantry and um, high spiritual awareness. 
negative would be pettiness, bad temper, you know, delusions, airhead, you know, thoughtlessness and things like that. So you're understanding the makeup of the energy. Because remember what I said about the sun? It's infinite. Without the sun, nothing would live on this planet. So our sun grows through the 12 disciples, the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 constellations. It's like a little sibling. Our solar system grows once again up the scheme of things. And within us, we're building like solar systems and galaxies within our own molecular structure, you know, as you go down into your own self and your own bio fields, as you see. So sun, air, life, breath of life. Thank you. Oh, that's good. Mm, amazing. <laughs> uh, you, you haven't got... To you're working through the different signs. So, and anybody can just take a screenshot if they want to, um, as we're going along. Yeah, exactly. That's a picture I took at the beach just after a powerful storm. Mm. We'll get into the storm element too and what it creates electromagnetically. So as we're moving from air, we call um, fire to the electric, air to electromagnetic. And as we're moving into the water element, the principle, you know, um, with the air element, the, the beings are like, you know, fairies, dryads, air spirits, um, they're related, you know, pixies, that kind of thing, branch. You see them in forests if you're uh you've you've developed your um your third eye skills or you know your clear clairvoyance as it were. You you get to sort of see, you know, spritelings out of the corners of your eyes. You can see them. They're very fast and they don't exist in this plane or dimension. But when doing that, it sounds like just absolute he's away with the fairies. I don't yeah, care. What literally. I really don't care. Well, if you go to Findhorn and you know how really good plants and that grow, you can access these beings and they'll help you with your gardening and your connection. The more you are tuned into this, the more knowledge that they'll give you, as it were. You're working with elemental beings. You know, so that's it. That's just, I see the shape of beings in nature. Yeah. That's just oh, I'm me all the time. Trees, exactly. trunks. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. You know, I can see like, oh, my God, look at that and look at that. And, oh, look at that. And there's a face there. There's a horse there. And, you know. That's a, yeah, that's a, yeah, exactly. In this photograph here, this is a fairy circle I captured up at, um, I was instructed by the Origines and the, the spirit guardians not to give away exactly where I found a lot of these things and where I photographed. This is only like 1% tip of the iceberg of what I've seen and photographed in my life. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so that's a very ancient tree. It's called an Arctic beech tree. It's about 5,000 years old and mm -hmm. it has faces. You'll see on the side of that tree there, you'll see a, a guardian spirit there. You'll see it if you're not yeah. looking for. I can I'm see a little worried. fairy. <laughs> looks like yeah. she's got a wand, right? Um, you can't just halfway up from the trunk to, yeah, to my exactly. right. There you see it. Yeah, good on you. I knew you'd see it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mental fairy being all right so yeah. where they are that's where beings that um the the ancients or the the old folk or the old fellas that you know the, the wise women they know they can see that sort of stuff in cultures whereas the average person that's programmed in society that they, they don't see it so the more you tune into it okay so where are we going now Findhorn, I reckon, yeah. Findhorn, yeah, all right. So uh, I would like to go into Findhorn and uh, explain a little bit more about it. I don't really have time. It's interesting, you see the water there as well. Once again, like the veins, you, you know, once again, if you look at um, down, top down on planet Earth, you know, if you look at areas, how deltas of water and they push the sand out in the ocean, it's just basically like the veins in your body, 
uh, pushing, you know, keeping your, your breath, um, you know, or you keeping your blood connected to your skin and the pores, you know, the drawing in energy and out. We do that when we're building a lot of uh, elemental energy for, um, you know, physical training in Qigong or you know, Tai Chi or what we call the elastic force. It was really good to be training back with uh, Mark and those fellows again and Sifu uh, Ludwig as well. This is a, a shot I took of, of a, a flower. Also, um, you know, if you look at it, it's like a tiger lily. <laughs> Yeah, can you see the diva there? Can yeah, you see? Yeah, yeah. Face. yeah. If you blow it up, I mean, you'll be entranced for that for hours, you know, exactly. So everything is living. You, you get to actually see the faces. And it's like your child nature. So you're accessing your intelligence of, of your youth very, mm. very clearly without all the pre-programming from the system, the mainstream going over the top of you and jamming your energy. So you can remove static with elements so then you start to see the faces and you know reality but you've got to hold it together you've got to be very very strong and grounded you know with with your life so just looking at the, the fair aspects there on the flower the flower and nature is amazing isn't it you know when you look there's so many different flowers and they've all got little faces or they're like little birds or it's just yes some of it is phenomenal it's all phenomenal it's absolutely incredible yeah Phenomenal. It's, it's brilliant. All right. Taking us now through our third element, the water element, just in this series, whichever way people stack, it's different, right? So most of the disciplines of, um, you know, Buddhism and, and Hindus, they go into this, you know, or Shinto or Sifu, they'll work with the elements and all the martial arts, the high-end things, particularly um, Shaolin and Kung Fu, they'll be working with these kind of things. So the water element represents coolness, coldness, and the abundance aspects of life. You know, it has you know it relates to emotions, which is energy in motion, and it's the maternal part of creation. Is the key to magnetism. Water's magnetism always finds its own level. It always runs back to itself. It you know can either be destroyed or obliterated. If you heat it up, it turns into steam. If you freeze it, it turns into ice. So blah blah blah. You see all that. So it represents fluidness, harmony, and all liquid states: joy, compassion, devotion, and happiness. The energies of water element relate to melancholic aspect part of our being so the water element relates to the essence of our soul so liquid aspect your soul is more of a liquid being and um it's different to your spirit spirit is to the fire soul is to the water um that being the emotional astral body so your astral body and your soul is very much involved with the overall picture of this lifetime just this lifetime spirit is over many lifetimes and your mind is more about the now, the certain paths to the past and where you're focusing on the future. Okay. So you're starting to see how the elements work in all levels, planes and dimensions. And when you understand that this will give you an edge, you know, it, it's, it's phenomenal what you can do with it because you, you can actually really build a lot of energy for astral traveling, whereas other people will phase out or they'll freak out and others, they want that sustainability. I don't know. Some people might be doing really, really well with that, but that's, you know, more speculation. I won't go into that. So the astral body relates to the subconscious, right? The mind is conscious, you know, astral body is subconscious. So you'll get deja vu, 
from the astral body. You, you'll get aspects of, um, I've been here before, you know, what's happening here again. Astral body will give you impressions. Oh, I saw that in a dream. You know, this is what's happening in the day. It's unfolding. Synchronicities with numbers. You know, you see 333 or 111 or 222 or things like that. So you can understand what the numerology means as well. It's really simple stuff. And it's obviously what those things mean. Or you're on harm and you're on path. You know, you'll walk across, you find a feather, that kind of thing as well. So, and like a physical body, there's many types of frequencies of different fluids. This is in a reflected, you know, in our body types. So obviously you have, you know, tear, tear ducts, you have perspiration, you have the blood, you have your plasma, you have your sexual fluids, things like that. So looking at different densities of life force within the liquid. So you need the water element. It is massive on our planet to the massive oceans. It creates, you know, trillions of life force aspects from all the seaweed to the great whales, sharks, and, you know, the stingrays and all the aspects of plankton and so on and so forth. So you're looking at trillions of levels of life force. So the more you can absorb it into your being, the more you can deal with certain situations. This is how the great monks, you know, the Tibetans and that can do phenomenal, you know, what people just think is, is miracles. But to us, it's, it's just tempering the body. It's what the great druids and magicians and the magi could do before. Here we are with the three um, constellations to the water. We have uh, cancer. I don't like that word. So we call it Sanskrit. Mm -hmm. We call it Tashia is its real name. Um, that's why I'm not a big fan of mainstream anything. So uh, Scorpio. Yeah. That's me. And then we have uh, Pisces. What was that? Sorry. I'm a Scorpio. Yes. Scorpio is very, very powerful. So you have the negative emotions of the Scorpion, Cancerian and Piscean energies, and you have the positive emotions of that. So just going through positive aspects of Tashia, which is your cancer, it's maternal, it's hardworking, it's caring, it's compassionate, it's beloved, and, you know, it's gallant, you know. Um, negative would be frigidity, inwardness, you know, uncertainty, narrow-mindedness, cold, you know, or, um, you know, disorganized. Positive scorps, observant, dynamic, attractive, ardent, you know, determination, humorous, you know. These are only just a fraction. It's only just a glimpse of the makeup of these, these particular signs. It's not the be-all and end-all. I'm just giving you a a touch or a taste of the magic of the miracle, the energy that, you know, we work with in hermetics. So negative scope would be nervousness or instability or negative seduction or secretive of, of a negative aspect or stormy aspect or combative energy or whatever. And once again, these are just raw aspects. You're looking at Pisces and positive would be tenderness, concern, psychic, imaginative, warm, good, good hearted. Negative would be the dreamer, you know, living in other worlds were neglect, you know, isolationist, depressionist, sinus, and superficial. Remember all these emotions and that they're a whole combination. There's about 200 major emotions. And once again, it just works on moods and moods are controlled by the moon, you know, moon, mood, because the moon is magnetic and it controls the tide. So it controls liquid. And if we're 70, 80, 90% liquid, as I've said before, dozens and dozens of times, please listen to this. Every law enforcement officer and every nurse will tell you on full moon to get more nutcases, okay? That's what happens because the magnet is lunacy, right? That's what lunacy is. So it's magnetizing, it, it's amplifying their blood and their emotions and their moods. So it's going to send people off the, off the edge. But it's also it's very, very powerful in, in passion and romance and all these other aspects. It's the in and out aspect of the tide. So it's constant, you know, so it's, you know, the sexual rhythms or the movements, as it were, within all levels, planes and dimensions. So thank you for that.
Um, can I quickly ask what are your thoughts? Because there's a lot of people talk about the 13 signs as opposed to the 12. Yeah, and Orphicus so is the 13th sign. Orphicus. Yeah. I work with it. I don't go into it because it's a whole new kettle of ballpark. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. That is. I know I somebody know. said a snap. Yeah, it sits between um, Scorpio and Sagittarius, which is the center of the um, of our galaxy. There's there's a lot in there. I could spend one whole night just talking to you about that. If you look at Orphicus, I have it here on the charts. Okay, Orphicus is the serpent around the, the human body. Okay, so that you Kundalini out of whack, you, you you failed the mission. So Orphicus, whereas its opposite is Hercules. Hercules, remember he's an Argonaut and he goes through the twelve tests, which of of course the twelve constellations it's really simple stuff if you know what you're mm -hmm. looking for basically if you can go through any of those mythologies whether it be norse or you know sumerian or egyptian or you know mediterranean mythologies or even slavic celtic whichever they're actually telling you the story of the soul that's what it is there's actually a lot of truth in there but it's hidden in mysticism and it wouldn't be around you know it's been lasting for centuries and centuries and centuries let alone millennia so bullshit doesn't last you know who cares what some idiot politician said last week it means nothing Whereas the story of mythology and legend is truth, but it's hidden. It doesn't mean anything until you you click it, and then you wake up. You're not you know controlled. You can get in and out of the matrix, as it were. And that's what we're you know that's what I'm primarily involved with. And you know that's I can work with those people that are ready to sort of you know understand that kind of energy, or if they want to develop it, you know, in holistic aspects and things like that. So you got to understand the negative and positive yeah. aspects of things, as it were. The Orphicus energy is when you cannot control serpentine or high energy of, of Kundalini. You, you've got all that incredible, and, it, and it's going out of whack. Whereas Hercules, what's he got? He's got the Hydra, the seven heads, the negative, and he's mastering them. They become the seven virtues. If you look at it in Asiatic aspect, you'll see the, the female Buddha with the seven serpents. Okay, the seven, she's mastered the seven virtues, as it were. Serpent symbology is older than even a lot of the star lore. It's really ancient, and it relates to your DNA, your kundalini, the caduceus, the ankhan, all that. We'll get into that. I just don't even have a chance to even get into a scope of that. So the 13th yeah. sign is Orphicus. Some people call it arachnid, you know, arachne, because it's like, a, like the web that surrounds the planet. You can look at that. You know, if you want to research that, depends how far you want to go with it, you know. But I don't like the arachne aspect of being the spider. Well, that's another aspect of culture, too, because if you want to look at the Chinese zodiac, those those constellations exist in the sky, those 12 as well. So that, that's another area we can get into. We can get into Maya calendar, but beyond the scope of tonight's work, let's finish off these elements, please, and elementals. It's very important. Thank you. That's a very good point. We'll get into it at another point in time, please. That's a photo I took of the Mediterranean. So you're looking at different consistencies of blues, aqua, turquoise. I'm showing you those liquid forms, all right? So that's that's Fingal uh, down there, that one there. I just took that. So there's the Mediterranean. There's two aspects of liquid. See the densities of liquid? You have these different liquid levels in your body there. Mediterranean was clear. I found when I was swimming in the Mediterranean, a lot denser, a lot more buoyant water than it was in the Pacific Ocean. That one there, I took a photo outside Hanoi in this lake and the liquid looked like it was like a portal, you know? So we have these liquids in our body to make up um, the density of our life force, all things as it were. So exactly. Nice That's a water element. 
pistol. I photographed that. Yeah, I'm not allowed to say where I photographed that being. But he smiled at me through a waterfall. I've got it on video and things. But I'll bring out the water. I'll stream this whole thing on Elementals. I've been been making it. You know, it's in the making. So there goes your water element. Elemental, okay. We're going into Earth element, representing the kingdom, foundation, solidity, your home, you know, gravity, you know, denseness, you know, the, the Earth element relates to the planet Earth and, um, you know, terra firma, our physical bodies is to the Earth element. You know, we live out um, in the physical life with other uh, physical beings, as it were. So, um, you know, working with the Earth element will increase the strength, solidity and health of your own physical body. There's a great truth in the old saying, man was formed from clay. Okay, there's a lot more into that, but I won't have time to roll into it tonight. So through the earth element, we may ground and balance with elemental energy by working with, of course, aspects of stone, right? So a lot of the stone buildings, the ancient cathedrals are living stone. So it's sandstone or limestone. It has five elements in it. Let's look at all our intelligent, all your technology, the whole bloody lot. I don't care what you got. It's quartz, okay? It's quartz or the lasers are rubies or the beryllium emeralds. So they're stones. They have intelligence. And you have beings in crystals, little crystal beings, as it were. So if I bring out one of my crystals, you'll see the beings, okay? So, you know, I have a massive citrine. So if you want, I'll bring that out towards the end there. And we'll cover every question and every aspect I, I get asked. So with our three earth elements, we have obviously Taurus, you know, to the fixed cross. We have um, Virgo to the mutable cross and Capricorn, of course, to the um, what's called the um, the uh, cardinal cross. So they're positive and negative emotions. So I won't go through all this. It, it's too much. I don't think we have that much time. So positive aspects of Taurus would be respected, firm, responsive, endurance, beauty, consideration. Negative would be cynical, bullheaded, you know, spendthrift, you know, uh, juvenile, you know, heartless, stubborn, you know, it's it's pretty easy to work that out, you know, bull cultures worshipped in, you know, dozens of ancient cultures and uh, countries and nations, you know, the bull culture is very strong, very powerful symbol. Um, Positive Virgo, you know, precision, fair, objective, elegant, you know, sociable, you know, analytical. You know, negative would be boasting, laziness, dullness, presumption, and uh, you know, inferiority. You know, or, you know, unobservant or something like that. Capricorn, for looking in Earth, positive emotions of Capricorn would be methodical, meticulous, reserved, you know, wise, that sort of thing, or very, very conservative, you know, with with money. Negative would be greedy, needy. Um, those kind of emotions are there, you know, materialistic, boring, those kind of energies. So there you go. Basically, that's a wrap of your positive and negative aspects into the constellations of the Earth element there with Taurus, Virgo and Capricorn, respectively. They're showing you the types of stones. So stones, as I say, within high tech, the highest technology, we use them as well. That's a photo oh, of an element. Face. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd go nuts. I, I wanted to put the elements with the elementals because the elementals gets too airy fairy because you're looking at other realms and dimensions. You can see it. So, the stone and the mountain and the water and the all the elements talk to you and they show you. Okay, this is called amorphism. It's a high, high, what we call spell or affirmation. You know, whether I don't know whatever cultures you're into, whether they be druid or 
um, you know, magic or wicker or Wiccan or, you know, whatever you're doing, you might be following Hinduism or whatever, but you understand you, you communicate with the elements. Okay. So in the ancient cultures, let's say, I don't know, let's say, um, a Hopi. Okay. So you talk, the river has a name, the Creek has a name, you name the elements and because they give life, you know, if you live on the mountain, it supports thousands, tens of thousands of life forms. So it's there together. And people today, they're absolutely, you know, they're not part of it. Whereas if you reconnect to it, you, that's where you get your strength and your energy from. So you'll see it and they will show you. And that's only a fraction of the elemental photography I've taken. So I bet. I bet. I'll send about every faces on there already. Obviously, yeah. yes. The secrecy I'm allowed to tell. So, and I won't. I'm good with secrets. <laughs> I am. Mm. <laughs> Uh, this is a cave. I, I'll, I'll let you know. I took that in on an island out in Vietnam, out from uh, I think it was Halong. No, it wasn't Halong Bay. It was no, that was uh, it was in South Vietnam. I think it was. Yeah, you see this. You see the faces in that one. But look at the girl with the long brown hair here. You can see sort of looking up in the my bottom left corner. I'm see looking at the. Bearded dude in the front. Look at that guy. Like that—that's a gnome, you know. So or a dwarf. So and they—they they don't even. No one knew about that, but I saw it. So I took the shot. So I took that in um, 2006 um, in a cave, and uh, uh, it may have been how long way. I forget which bay it was, but uh, yeah, powerful energy. So as you go into subterranean earth, you'll connect to these beings, dwarves, dwarves, and gnomish beings. They exist in different spheres, so they don't have the same lifespans as us. It's all in the old um, fairy tales. Yeah, and they were all written off by our big uh, friends there in the church because it, it keeps people separated from their true heritage and the true life. We whether if you have this, it's very good for your longevity and your health, and you you're connected. You become part of the immortal beings, and then these beings will help you a lot. They have a lot of knowledge, and they'll show you to um, greater places of attunement. And the beauty is I can exist outside this physical body. So when I physically die, you know, I'm not worried about where I'm going. I know I've got places I can go and visit, you know, or, you know, stay if I need to. Mm -hmm. Okay, there's a crystal. There's a friend of mine. There's quite a lot of faces in that one. Um, that's up to you to decipher. Yeah, yeah, I can see. I yeah. can see a butterfly. In the quartz. Well, mm. Quartz is what's running your computer, your laptop, your phone. So it's basically a bunch of stones and metals which will bring us neatly into our last aspect of the elements. If you have a look at that one, do you like that dude? Do you see yeah, him? Cool. <laughs> I like, I like his friend on the end. Got like a bit of smiley face. Yeah. That's an ancient that's um, on a mountain. He's rather not impressed with people. Okay. What they've been I doing. Can, to I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. I might, I wasn't going to say, but I, I take photos and they're in different places. You see the old uh, fellow, the, yeah. the ancient giants there, like you see the ancient trees um, that were massive gargantuan. Okay. This will lead us up into the fifth element. I will give you an overview of the fifth element. Once again, you need to practice the other four elements to really get an understanding. A lot of people try and practice the Akasha when they're doing Franz Baden's work and medics and trying to get into the Akasha, into the into the Kabbalah and, and true colors and sounds, but unless you've really got an understanding of etheric energy or building prana and mana, it's, it's hard to understand. So you work with the fifth element. So it is the maternal and paternal energy of all creation. It is the mightiest of all energies. It is beyond the material and the astral and mental planes. It is the causal sphere from which all things come. 
It is ether, energy. It is maternal, paternal source from which all the elements come from. It is seen as a violet or let's say uh, electromagnetic. I like the term instead of the word violet, I like amethyst. I like light to dark amethyst, that color. It's the mightiest and most unimaginable primordial existence. It's the beginning and the origin of all things, every part of creation. The etheric is the Akasha principle or the God force, the coming together of all the elements and elemental energies. It's the essence of creation. The etheric is the causal sphere and the start before the start of all pure and raw energies. In tarot, it's the four aces. And, and in Hebrew, that's called ketha. Ketha, etha, ketha with a K. Silent K. Once again, what does the K mean? That'll be another talk. Uh, so that's the tarot, Ketha. So this is where we get storm energy. And when you're starting to open up your third eye and you're, uh, you know, you, you're tuning, you, you've done a lot of Kundalini or let's say Ascension energies, uh, practice, you know, up and down the spine or through your chakras, you'll start to see this, this incredible amethyst, um, you know, the purple colors, right? So it relates to the, you know, the top chakra, of course, which is a crown. So it's, it's an energy really, I suppose you could relate it to storm energy. I'm very much into sort of energy, uh, storm energy activity, and it grounds. So you have to learn to build energy. So we build electric and magnetic energy, and we, we learned how to ground it through our bodies. So you build up what's called magnetic vaults and electric vaults of energy when you're practicing this work. Right. So there it is there. So when it creates this, it cracks open and creates vortexes, whether they be in the air, the water, the fire as you saw or in the earth when you start to understand this you can crack all the codes and the anomalies and you have an understanding of encryption everything such as the bermuda triangle the devil's triangle the loch ness it all makes sense you, you understand how it works you understand how it works you understand how beings get in and out of the matrix and that's what i study and that's what i love doing what i do because you know i'm not subject to the mainstream so that there's a serious which is a solar plexus chakra so when you understand ether and akasha energy it'll show you how you know your chakras are moving you're not just like the nerve endings in your body you have a lot of nerve endings that end in the plexuses you know off the spine but how it connects but you're actually understanding your anatomy and your true self it's very easy to do past life regressions within yourself and other people or I don't know, whatever holistic modality you want to do, but you actually start to see the chakras as electromagnetic conducers and even beyond electromagnetism, all right? Beyond electromagnetism. So you're seeing the body. So if you see the etheric body, it's like a makeup that holds the physical, mental, astral, and spirit together because the spirit would just burn out of the body. Like that's called um, spontaneous combustion because it, it, it just has an incredible heat. It's like a sun being. So yeah, moving on quite along. From that there periodic table when you get rather advanced you understand how the periodic table like the first one's hydrogen if you understand its symbol it's a sun it's a circle with one dot that that's your electron that's your atom it's one dot you know h2o and then helium and then lithium beryllium and as, as you go so you understand that when you're building energy that we do um you you create like like a nucleus in your body, your solar plexus, and you're raising that up into your heart, and then you're spinning electrons, electric, you know, magnetic, you know, positive, negative, as it were, around your body. So it creates a bigger energy field and more powerful, and it's more contained. So as you build that kind of energy, you know, it can shield your energy, and you're in a healthier state of being, as it were, a lot easier to protect yourself psychically and um, emotionally from things, uh, as it were. So I'll get into that another time. 
and um, different aspects if you can get it. That's um, looking at a a pentagram and a hexagram merged together on the um, the seed of life. It's actually a very interesting thing because it creates a distortion. Now, when you start to look at this, you get to understand get looking at a 2D object that's giving you a 3D dimension, okay? 2D to 3D. And you're actually looking at the macabre, okay? The macabre is a way to spin the mental astral body or to get in and out of the, the light frequencies. Um, you can't practice it or do it unless you've got a, a really sound balance with emotions and thoughts. Otherwise, you'll be like a washing machine going out of back. It takes about three days to learn it, and then you can access all sorts of aspects, you know, down the timelines and see what really happened on the planet. Just you know, yeah. Be going. Let's not go there. As I say, I want this to be light. Uh, the Master of Lightning, of course, with uh, Mr. Tesla, over 100 patents that he did and uh what he was building and we would all have free electricity today if um he didn't upset the powers that be as it were so uh, i have a lot of respect for this man and a lot of those um people came out of europe in the late parts of the 18th century the 19th uh, century as it were 1800s into the 1900s a lot of this knowledge was still held around edward ledskillian who built coral castle okay then you have to create energy with stones and create anti-gravity so that they could levitate the stones with sound okay and just showing you there more of the ether energy when you start to look at auras around let's say the moon or you know planets you start to see uh, like a a purplish resin as it were or violet i like the term amethyst colors around things so it's very intriguing for me anyway i find it so that's the ether element if you're just looking at it but it actually has access to all areas because everything comes from the ether or the akasha as it were once you work and build up enough akasha you can access the akashic records and um you know you can see you know the true history and heritage of earth or you can see into the future you know quite easily if you want to go beyond being just a psychic a professional psychic or crystal ball reader you can become you know prophet but that's a full life dedication so looking at macro and micro, here's the brain cell. See, it looks the same as the universe. I, I should give a credit for this person who did this. The, the universe looks the same as a brain cell. So macro, micro, as above, so below, as within, so out, all about. The birth of a cell is the same as the death of a star. Okay, so it, it's, an, it's the Ouroboros, the serpent biting its own tail. If you look at the eye, it's the same as a nebula, your own eye. If you look at the corona in your own eye, you know, the, the cornea, you're looking at that. That's a very simple way to explain things. So you virtually got, you know, galaxy solar systems and that running within your own being, in your own molecules and, you know, your atom, atomic structure and things as well. So thank you. That's a Taurus field uh, from a very, very uh, intriguing book. So you see it. And that's what happened with the Philadelphia experiment because time like moves in a toroidal field and it spins and spirals it's not just circular so once you do that you, you're getting into it and then if you merge a torus with another torus then you can access the time time continuum and you can get in there's a little bit more than that if you want to get into advanced physics chemistry and biology but also you need the metaphysics or the alchemy to understand how that really works as well so just showing you something in a 2d form running to a 3d form so a friend of mine, Jean-Marc, he had these crystals and he'd um, put them away and photographed, I don't know if it was a quartz, 
it was a high-end stone we photographed and it had a real ethereal energy about it. And um, this is, I'm just using this as if you look at it, it looks like a castle. So it looks like it's a world within a world. So when you access your, your deeper self through ascension and meditation, you can become very, very small in the astral planes and you can access really small areas or you can become very, very large like a giant and you can you know, go into other worlds and that where you need to be that big. So it's called amorphism. So that looks like we're coming to the end of our elementary program, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. There's the five platonic solids and that oh, is a water crystal. Yeah, by Missouri Emoto. So it grows in hexagonal form. So that, that is that is a universal pattern. It's a life-giving life force pattern. And six point star is part of your DNA, your different DNA. Six and five, fives and sixes. Fifth element moving into six. That's when you're starting to understand six dimensional consciousness as well. Five platonic solids, if you want to get into some um, pretty advanced things and how some of these mysteries happened on the world. Uh, Metatron's cube, if you want to look at that, uh, mastering that and getting in and out of that, that's a key to um, the macabre meditation, right? If you look at that long enough, you'll see 3D and 4D in that. Um, and six in and six out. All right. And also the key to the, the hypercube as well, what's called the tesseract. But um, you, you want to be in a meditative state to actually sort of see that when you see it. I've got better diagrams, but showing you the key with the five and the six. Right? That's there. All existing within the flower of life, seed of life, and the tree of life. Does that have the tree? Yeah, it has a tree of life in there as well. So I did teach that when I was in Thailand. It took 10 days. It was a really good class. I worked in uh, Chiang Mai with um, Mark Rasmus, see for Mark Rasmus students, and it was a real honor. It was brilliant to teach that course. Also, you know, we skimmed across all the tarot and all the higher kana as well and uh, elements. And then we did the planets, of course, which is part of the tree of life. And what each of the planets do, when you meditate on them, you get a feel. You get to feel what the energies are and you get to know your makeup. And um, it's very, very helpful indeed. So, yeah. I love that picture. That's all my colors, my favorite colors. There you go. That's great. Well, that's what... Very, very high energy, high frequency energy. They're, they're more upper chakras as well. Mm. So, yeah, mm. sounds good. Mm, thank you. Right. Great mm -hmm. Are we come to the end of... Um... We, uh, Jeff? I am live, sorry. <laughs> I think we're about right. ready to wrap it up. What are we at, 7.30 now? Is it 8.30, sorry? 8.30, wherever you are in the world. Plus or minus your hours. Hey, listen, um, look, I know yeah, that Andrew has got to go, but um, we can carry on with the show, Michael. So this, I have no problem with that. So um, Andrew has got um, a lift to go back into town. So that's more important when you arrive in Cyprus without any you know, private transport <laughs> or public transport. I know. I always like my own transportation. <laughs> I am independent in case things don't go. You know, if they go pear shaped, as it were. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, so um, I'm gonna go now because of uh, I have a lift, um, and it's been absolutely wonderful. So, thank you, thank you, thank you once again for sharing all your knowledge and wisdom. Um, and I know we could go off on this tangent and that tangent, but I tried to gag myself. 
and not ask you questions but take you off on another one <laughs> a copper yeah. hammer i got gifted that how powerful is that wow. you know, I, got I got a copper bracelet yeah it's very good Race of Venus. What do you got there? Hang on. It, it keeps disappearing. Uh, it's a pyramid. Is that an organ generator there, Mr. Jeffrey? Oh, yeah. Okay. Pyramid. Oh, beautiful. Like steps. Pyramids are good. I've got one here. I'm, I'm not going to use the camera. I'm going to move it around, but I have a lot of pyramids as well. Anyway. They, they, well, Andrew, you can go. Um, we'll carry on with the show, bro. Okay. Yeah. Okay, no problem. Oh, good. Okay. Thank you, everyone. Right. Thanks, everyone in the audience. It's been a real pleasure, as I say. No, you stay on. You and I stay on. Sorry. Andrina's gone. <laughs> all right i love you and leave you and thank you everybody and um till next time great i just yeah the the lights it's good thank you so much adrena have a safe journey all right. to you all. thanks to everyone in the audience it's been wonderful it's been a real blessing to talk again so frankly which is what i do so, uh, well, we'll save you for another carry date carry on michael we, you and i talking carry on adrena you okay. go see you later mate There you go. I um, I've got a lady coming in on Saturday. She's doing two shows, and we've got to record them. So I've reconfigured the studios and put new cables and and so um, put extra cameras. So that's where my problem was this this afternoon. Yeah, you're just but, drifting in and out. You've got that background. I was told to do that, but I haven't done it yet. I just I was looking at putting up, then I'm just going to leave it. This is this is an energy wall. So as I said, and once again, I had quite a few little techo issues coming into it. You know what I mean? Like the monitor here went, and then I put another monitor, and I changed the cables. But it's probably a driver in this laptop. So I've got two other laptops now. I'm just going to get them up to speed. And then when I was doing the PowerPoint, I'm thinking, I'm going to have to change the PowerPoint in, in a few areas. And I was doing it, and I just had this like this, this flat spot. Hang on, how do I get this over to the I sent it as an email but I thought it was it was like 23 meg it might be too big for the email so then in the end I dragged it across and are you going to be able to unpack it you know because it scrolls really beautifully it, it's quite good I can just roll to it, it it's, it's yeah, scripted sure. and it's um all right well, let's uh, carry on let's just um Andrina was in the... I, I just got a <laughs> we're, we're still live you know that yeah yeah of course yeah 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 that's right yeah so it's good so i as i said i don't know there's like some sort of um i don't know i call them gremlins all these little issues that come up and uh you know once once you sort of work your way through it just like, okay this is it i'm cleansing all right all these negative beings are going you know so it's probably just a challenge that you know challenges you that's um well with metatron's cube or the the um what we call um I suppose you know, just call it Metatron's cube. You can put all the biplatonic solids. You can do uh, all of those aspects. They all sort of land within that. It's it's brilliant. I've got a copper pyramid. Yeah, good, that's excellent. We, we should get into the metals and the planets. Okay, thank you for the class, Jackie McGrath. Thank you. That's good. Here we are again, looking at Syriantra and um, the hypercube. See, there, there. If you look at Metatron's cube, it's very easy to see the cube within the cube or the hex as well. You see that the cube, but then you see it as the hexagon if you put it on the angle. And and that's the beauty when we're looking at platonic solids, we're adding up the angles or, or you're into that mathematics and that everything works out to the nine. Everything all comes back if you break it all back down to the nine. Um, Suryantra, of course, is your solar plexus chakra and how it um, moves on. 
Each of the planets um, create phenomenal patterns in the sky. So you'll see, like, for example, the dance of Venus. Venus is just on the horizon in the west. It's probably, she's probably just gone down now. She's called the evening star. And then later in the year, she'll turn into the morning star. And she'll wrap around. Um, but she's probably gone if you're on the east coast of Australia. But if you're in the west, uh, west Australia or, you know, Thailand, you, you'll be seeing Venus just setting on the uh, western horizon. So she's going to be the Western horizon all the way around the world uh, as you go right through, uh, you know, Middle East, uh, Americas, Africa, and then into the Americas. That's the pentagram, uh, or what's called the the pentax star or the pentastar. It's used a lot in a lot of corporations. The five point star, Chrysler use it, Caltech use it. I, I could just do a whole talk on corporate logos and how powerful they are to Fibonacci, the golden mean, and how powerful they work on the subconscious. So they've got people's astral body, you're hooked into it, the corporation, you believe it, all the logos. So logo means sun god, logos is a sun god. So a logo is a stamp, it's your, it's your mark, it's just like a soul mark. So the two angles on the pentagram or this pentic star that contains a pentagon, it's a key to self-replication at 72 and 108. 72 and 108. Well, why those numbers? Well, once again, I'd have to do a, a talk on the Fibonacci numbers. And also 108 happens to be the number that they use in a lot of temples around the world. And 72, the double 72, you get 144, which is a very interesting number, which happens to be the, the 12th Fibonacci number. It was 12 times 12, as it were. Anyway, it's not just a coincidence. It actually has a lot of power and energy and it's the key to self-replication. So if you replicate anything or self-assimilates itself, it's the way that self regenerates or regerminates. It's the key to Genesis, basically. That particular shape with the six-point star and it's part of the dance in the sky. There it is again with the Ashmole and the five platonic solids. And it's the key to the grids and the vortex points on the earth if you know how to just keep you know, using it down the line, tracking it down. So, um, yeah, those five platonic solids there, they actually, they're the Ashmolan. They're pre-Plato. Uh, Plato is like around, around three, 400 BC. So about 2,400 years ago, 2,300 years ago. These Ashmolan, they found them in ancient England. They were, they were dated about 10,000 years ago in ancient Scotland, which of course was Dalridia. And before that, it was um, Caledonia and uh, Alba and all that as well. Um, but each of those particular platonic solids, they were called Ashmolean uh, solids, and they, they found them up in Scotland, um, you know, and uh, those uh, Celtic areas too, probably in the Isle of Man and Ireland as well too. So there's um, a lot of the, the tribes come from those areas. It's unreal. That's yeah, good. Uh, this is um, basic meditations. We can't do it on radio because people just fall asleep and you, you can't have dead air. But I just these are really the basic meditations I did for the elements. I just had that that so people get to learn to breathe and slow things down. Obviously, I don't talk like this when I'm teaching meditation classes. I have a lot deeper and richer voice that comes on because. I'm <laughs> hey. So. That's right. Yes, I know. I have the ability to manipulate and do hundreds of voices and um, energy. I can change it very fast. So when you're meditating, you slow things down and you become very, very <laughs> introspective of self, as it were. <laughs> yes, I know. Very entertaining at parties. Oh, that was 
Mr. Vanya Markowitz did that one of me. He did these of me as the AI generated with my face, how he saw me. How cool is that? That's me as a sorcerer and a warlock, I think, as a wizard. Aren't they cool? <laughs> very, very talented man, um, Mr. Vanya Markowitz. And I said, boy, I was burying them. I wasn't going to use them. I thought, I, I can't use it for copyright. I asked him and he said, you can use them. You can use them. I said, oh, great. I don't want to just, you know, have all this knowledge and energy and bury it, you know. So there was others as well. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah the fallen angel that's me yes in full full regalia that's an armor we were we 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 build we build it in the um etheric akashic and astral planes i don't talk about that but that's the stuff that we work on to defend to build our body in this world um these are familiars oh, it's a dragon there's many types of dragons i'd like to talk about the dragons and the dragon culture and ancient samaria and you know how powerful they're effective and uh and there's there's my um my my chart for costing learn to work with hieromedics alchemy and magic via zoom or anything so 20 minutes is 40 dollars of me 30 minutes is 70 one hour is 120 dollars and two hours is 220 dollars us respectively so if you sign up for a program i will do a deal so if you do five Five sessions instead of it being eleven hundred dollars, I'll do it for five fifty US and that five two hour sessions, and I will take you where you need to go in your life if you want to do that. Rather just and a plus, of course, you'll build your psychic abilities. So Hermetics is the pathway of Hermes or uh, Mercury. So you understand the power of Mercury as well. Ah, oh, they're all the shots. Mm -hmm. I did a really powerful model shoot for that. That was really good. Very good photographer. Actually, I was supposed to get in touch with him, Mr. Hitty. So if you're doing basic meditation, you can sit or stand with a meditation. Okay, that's just stuff I'll put at the end of the PowerPoint. <laughs> mm-hmm. So we learn to build energy as we're breathing in our bodies. We, we access our astral body, our mental body, and our physical body. You do it simultaneously and you build the elements. That way you get a feel. You, you get to know and explore your astral body. And as you're doing it within your astral body, you're doing it in the astral plane. You're breathing from the astral plane back within yourself as well. So you're getting to learn to strengthen your soul. And then when you do it within the mental plane, you're strengthening your mind and connection to your spirit mind and the, the greater universal mind. So you're tuning into infinite amount of levels simultaneously. Same as when you're building in the physical body, you're building the elements. So you're building massive amounts of energy and fire. So you can build this energy from magnetism, you know, or electric bolts and things like that. Vaulting, we call it in the old sense. So we learn to build that energy so you can discharge vast amounts of energy, particularly if you're under, um, you know, you've carried a lot of negative energy, you can change it very fast or you can transform it into something very easy because each of the negative emotions are very close to the positive emotions of their frequency of the element. So you just bump it instead of trying to put all this incredible energy out and shielding you, um, 
you, 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 you just tweak it, you just change the frequency, you know, you change the dial of the radio as it were, or just scroll through to something else more interesting, whichever way you stack it, whichever system or whatever age you come from or whatever culture you come from, you just tweak it to suit whatever is required for the greater good of all life forms as it were. So yeah, it's been a pleasure. So we'll have this available. So you could please um, explain to our viewers and uh, that where this will be available. Then won't you, Jeff? Can you explain? It's live. Where it's live right now. So it's live right mm -hmm. now on uh, yeah. yeah Facebook and YouTube. And then after the show's finished, I'll um, I'll put it up onto um, Spotify, iHeart, Amazon, Google, and Apple. Okay, because everyone make sure everyone can see and hear that. So Spotify, iHeart, Amazon, Google, and Apple. Yes. Yeah, so they're all podcasts. Um, you just got to type up the word Radio FM 88 Australia and it'll come up. Of all of them, um, yeah. I, I enjoy, I think Spotify and YouTube. YouTube's got, seems to have um, the show live, but also I set it up as um, a playlist as well. So, mm -hmm. um, and that's pretty good, mate. So, um, and of course, now we've got the new um, listen app so people can actually listen to the radio station 24 7. So, um, mm. we got rid of the one that goes through Google Play Store and Apple Store. So, you just go onto our website now and then you just, it's all in plain English, but there's also a little one minute 30 video clip. It's a combination of Android and then Apple. Easy. Pretty brilliant, mate. <laughs> That that's good. Well, you don't have to go through the big players then. You know, people have a lot more freedom, you know, to access with that. Well, that's what happens when you find a twenty-four year old, you know, who's um been playing <laughs> around with buddy. <laughs> I know. Well, I, I find yeah, find a twenty-four year old, yeah, exactly. That that are wizards that are they have they have their head screwed on right with this stuff. It's exactly you find other people's expertise, as it were, or other people's energy or knowledge in areas. That's why, you know, I don't work on my own cars, you know, I just get a mechanic that I know. I might make about seven mechanics, so I find that a really good one. And bang, we're talking the same language. It might be with a health practitioner, it's the same thing. You need to find someone that works on your frequency and you, you talk the language. You're basically telepathing, then aren't you? You don't have to go through all the complicated idiotic you know explaining and you know justifying yourself and you know, please help me you know exactly i'm an imbecile i don't know anything about this so whereas you know you find your right you find the wizard of whatever they do and wizardry is like a bias of that those that can see into something any any fields you go you know that that's where you tap in comes from egypt the word wizard it actually comes out of the word who's a vizier that which is with the god kings the the pharaohs so it's um, oh. Yeah. So even with you doing mandras, you know, like, I mean, if you're doing, even if I say we're taking Buddhism or Hinduism, they still start with these, these mundras, you know, like it's, you know, this, they use, generally they use this as their water and then this is their air and that's their earth, that's their spirit and that's their fire. Now there are different systems. They do the elements different, you know, if you're doing palmistry because everything is mapped out in your body. Everyone's got individual, everyone has individual fingerprints. They have individual uh, eyes. You know, you can look at the eyes if you're doing iridology or scariology. Reflexology in the feet, the patterns are different. And same with like, if you're looking into people's, um, you know, palm, palm, palm reading, you, you just read all the energy. It's all written in the body. You can't hide. 
So if you're an acupuncturist or an acupressurist or you're doing shiatsu, you just read off the ear, uh, well, allopathic doctor, and they'll read it off the tongue. So, you know, if you're a psychosomatic practitioner, you, you read the whole body mechanics. It's like an advanced, you know, body language. You can see when people in their posture, how they are within. Yeah, doctor. Herman Muller used to do that, didn't he? the body. Hmm? Before he passed away. Herman Muller used to do that. Yeah, yeah. I, I went to a couple of his um, uh, classes, practitioners. One of my friends graduated there and um, yeah, I watched it. You know, I got a uh, three day session. They, they worked on me, which is great. And uh, Henry was very impressed, actually, Mr. Moore. And uh, I know he's passed on now, but he showed me this painting in his house. I don't know anyone else got it. But it was like this incredible Carly being with light coming out of their eyes. You know, it's like, wow, you know. I've, I've seen that. Well, I've seen really powerfully focused people, really powerful, high-end, um, not just teachers, but, um, you know, actors or sportsmen. I met Kelly Slater once at the, uh, the Quicksilver Pro, and he has, like, green, he has green energy coming out of his eyes. Like, he's so focused, like, this green, like, beyond, I don't know, like, mold and white and emerald together. It's like, I've never come across. He's so powerful and met Russell Crowe and I think I forget which oh, one. Oh, talking about Russell Crowe. I um I downloaded his latest movie, watched it last night, The um, Pope's Exorcist. Yeah. How was that? Well I've got to say um they threw a curveball there because um his job was to go and um, remove any entities and that and um of course um his oh, bishop no. He was under the eyes of the bishop, who happened to be the bishop of Rome, which was the pope. And so the pope understood, you know, the laws of possession and had all the books and all the fallen, the names of the fallen angels. So why am I not uh, surprised? Yeah, exactly. well, that, that's a nest of demons. That place far out. Might so have the, been good ones. <clears throat> so the trip to Spain. And this is where the flick came across. I don't know if the the Catholic Church has acknowledged it, but um, it came across a really powerful demon who was called the king of the demons and had to find his name and anyway down below this particular abbey a catholic abbey they found the previous um exorcist from the you know 14th century and who put a journal together and named the actual demon and so they were able yep. to use that against the demon but what was really interesting this particular demon was multifaceted he could claim all these different bodies at once and what yeah. took place was that's the power of the he, demon. He got it, yeah. yeah. But he was the king of the demons. So he actually got into one of the he got into one of the um, the priests who went back to Rome. Once he got oh, into Rome, and he was actually then to go in and, and he he um, got amongst the, the the church there, and of course, then boom, then the um, there's the demons and the and rest set up history, there. isn't it? Yeah. Well, they set up the Inquisition. And so the Inquisition was all about the fact that the people who were running the church at the time were demons, had taken possession. That was the well, flip side to the particular movie. Yeah, that's right. Was we feed on light, love, and positive energy, whereas a demon, that's why people don't understand how this world, they can't understand how people, they, they, like a, you know, a beautiful person doesn't understand how a narcissist thinks. So imagine that amplified hundreds of times. The demons feed on the battlefields. If you know, you've seen them, you know, I've been taken across terrible, terrible carnage. And you have to be able to stay very, very balanced and just know that this has taken place before. So they feed on fear. They feed on depression. They feed on anger. They feed, they feed on that. So 
beautiful life places. So they, they want to destroy nature. They want to destroy the oceans. They want to, they feed on that fear and that, that despair. That's what they feed on. And depending on the, the, the type of demon. See, there's plenty of kings of demons. And then you've got princes and archdemons. It, it's huge. It's massive. It's as big as the, the light, you know, in this plane of duality anyway. You can go beyond that when you get into fifth dimensional planes. And that's why we learn how to shield ourselves and protect ourselves. You know, we carry what I call, you know, blessed weapons, as it were. But you don't talk about it because it's just beyond, you know... The average meditator or you know light worker it's just not for them but uh when i went over to thailand the the, the students they were phenomenal they came from all over the world and they were hardcore already you know they, they got into the practice you know we're doing you know day and night training and practicing building massive energy you know so yeah it, it's good but there's a lot of truth in that ah the special offer <laughs> okay okay I'll, I'll talk to you later about that so that's good yeah she's on okay all right no worries all right um that's good so yeah i'll, I'll talk about it it's, it's an area you just don't talk about and you don't even talk about it even to advanced students unless people are ready for that kind of area because it's so powerful and it's so negative so you can understand things like possession and all the spells you know that go with different like druid energy is different to, you know, magi's energy, you know, is different to, let's say, a healer or a monk. A monk has got a different kind of energy. And in each of these areas, you have good and bad. You have negative and positive. It always has been. You can go into any, you know, any culture, any religion, anything. <laughs> you go into any profession, you go into any massive corporation, you can have negative and positive. It's just the way of this world, in and out, dark and light, yin and yang, up and down, negative and positive, male, female. So the balance well, is... You can, see that, you can see that in politics and, and um, you shake your head and you see some of the judiciary decisions in that, and the political oh, yeah. decisions and they just oh, lack yeah. any empathy or a... Um, nope. Nope. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, the judges, yeah, that's they're Saturnian, okay? A judge is a, a, a Saturnian being, they're, they're Saturnian. Satan is sat, Saturday, Saturnian, Sator. Sat, the festival, Christmas, is actually a Saturnian festival. It was the three days. And you'd be surprised how many cultures, like you know, Babylonian, Sumerian, you know, the same thing is if you take the, the Jesus Mary story, it's, it's transmutable in so many other cultures, the three days of the resurrection and so on and so forth. But anyway, that's another area I'd like to talk about if you want to get into the ancient cultures. But um, it just gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. It does. You know, the they those temples, you know, the stuff, the acoustics in those big cathedrals, it's off the charts. Everything's huge. So they, they want energy and power. So the, the, they feed on power, negative beings. They feed on the power. Well, powers. Simply that that's the that's the sixth order of angels anyway. Powers, they're called the powers, you know, you guys go angels, archangels, and your principles, and then I think it's dominions. dominions. Yeah, then thrones, then powers or powers and thrones. I've got I've got it here written somewhere, and then you yeah, get yeah. into the cherubim and seraphim. And when we were doing our work, we went out to exophin and tetraphin, those beings. Well, they're just gargantuan. You you have there's no way you can, you know communicate to those beings unless you're, you're wielding massive energy you know massive amounts of energy so i was very fortunate in, in my trade i got to work with you know high energy metals and you know working with light you know working with you know ac and dc you know uh, plasma and um 
you know, welding, it's, you know, when you're merging steels and things. So you're working with a lot of different types of noble gases and noble metals and, you know, also you know, work with a lot of precious metals. So they hold charge. They're good conductors. So if you're working with electrical energy, you're building conduction. If you're building uh, with liquids, you're using magnetism, magnetic, which is the word magus, magnificent, majestic, all come from the magus, the ma, you know, or the mother or the maternal aspect of source, as it were. So, mm just gets bigger and bigger. I love it. Doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. Well, thank you for um, making the trip across the uh, the Nullarbor. Yeah, thanks. It was, I got a couple of shots of the Great Australian Fire. So the plane was really good. It was a spectacularly clear day yesterday. Well, it was from there. It just left the storm. It was funny. We got on the bus and uh, it was a coach. And first hour, like, was still this really heavy rain. And we got into Perth and it was like, it must have been like, three or four degrees of this wind with this chill factor. It was like, oh, it's really cold. We got on the plane, bang, no worries. Got across the Great Australian Bay. I think it kicks in around just before um, the Spencer's Gulf and comes back up through the, uh, you know, the corner of New South Wales and the Queensland across there. I was just looking, I was just looking at the formations and everything, you know, as I'm reading these, you know, incredible journals and that that I'm reading. And uh, it was phenomenal. I got some good shots of it. And the power and the energy, it's, it's awesome. You can just really feed on it. Yeah, that's, that's some, you can do really good things in a plane. You know, when babies feel the decompression, they start crying. So you can put out an energy that stops them doing yeah. that. So people say, "What's all this about? What's this for?" No, I'm not going to tell you because if you if you if you're interested, you do it. If you don't, you'll never know it. It's not for you. Just just do something else. You know, stay or do what you want to do. I'm doing this because I'm very curious and I like doing what I do and I've, I've never, I'll never be bored for the rest of my life or the next cycle. I'll always be learning, I'll always be growing. And I like that. And I love life and I love people. I love animals, everything you connected to, you see life in everything piece of furniture. That's beautiful. You know, anything you, you see a spirit in a car, you know, or a bit of land, you can feel the spirit, the energy, what's called Manitou actually different cultures called Manitou. So if something's been built, anything's been built, it's got a spirit of whoever put the energy in. That's why there's really, really tricked up sculptures around the planet, particularly through Europe and Asia. The sculptors, they've got their essence in there. So yeah, you can feel them watching you or they've got an energy. I've got some stories about that stuff. It's next level. I don't care if people believe me or not. It's not for me. I don't care. To believe is to be alive, isn't it? To be alive in something. You, know, you be alive in it. That's what it means my book anyway so thank you mr uh, jeffrey it's been a pleasure thank you uh, tell you a little personal story happened to me last saturday i went down to mudry bar for lunch mm -hmm. and was there for a couple of hours with a group of people and um coming back up the highway um just after Narang, it really started to feel i had to go to my eyes were shutting i was really had to fall asleep oh yeah but i couldn't understand it and so I got as far as Yatla South and I said, oh, I'm going to pull over here. So I pulled over. The moment I got off the bloody freeway, I was good. Good to go. And then later that night, I was thinking, God, I'm feeling something coming in. This feels like I've got that um, the flu or some virus or something. Anyway, um, so what I did was I went to bed with um, some shuntite, that they, um, the two cylinders. One's a bit, got a different diameter than the other one. And I just held them and went to sleep with one in each arm, one in each hand. Anyway, when I wake up in the morning, boom, good to go, no problem. So that that was that um, shunk type. Stones are like pets, and they um, 
they'll take a hit for you, but then you got to cleanse them. You know what I mean? It's like the pet will take a hit. It's, just, it's written in the old. Um, I got it from that book there. Uh, oh God, there's some phenomenal things about certain um, travelers in the old days. The stones. So if you, if you lose a ring or you get a chip or you lose a stone out of a ring, you know it's taken a hit for you. You know it's taken the hit. The stone took the hit. You know, like an emotional attack or you know a jealousy, something like that. Or you know, like on the the highway, unless you've got a, like a high energy sustainability. You know, always have water or something to eat or play a lot of music or I'll listen to really deep, rich things. You want to keep your mind and energy because you'll go into autopilot really easily in a vehicle, no matter what vehicle it is. So, And the tiredness you'll pick up, particularly late afternoon, it's very easy to get tired unless you're you know, in a hurry to get home from work and then you're very excited, you know. So, yeah. Well, the only yeah. times I used to get caught up on that highway was in the late 70s coming back from the surf club after weekend on a Sunday. And from Narang through to Ormo was, you know, the Pacific Pines, all those pine trees alongside the old Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And so, um, or Gavin Way, yeah. And um, because the sun was setting, it was actually flicking through the trees. And as you're driving along, it was like hypnos getting hypnotized by the therapy, yeah. Flick, yeah. Flick, 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 flick going through the trees. So I used to pull off at Ormo there because that service station was set up there with the old uh, space. Uh, Oh, yeah, the old spaceship. Yeah, I remember yeah, that. Yeah, the saucer, the flying saucer was on top of that. Park. Yeah, yes. Was that a golden fleece? I can't remember. Well, these to beat all the bogans here. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, that's me. Oh. We don't eat horrible bogans anymore. We're leaving. I used to pull in there for a toaster sandwich and a milkshake, just and it would come good then, and then I'd drive the rest of the way home. What but, did they um, cost? Like 25 cents back in the day? <laughs> No, the price of fuel was buddy nine cents and eleven cents a litre. Yeah, no, it's, it's it's unreal. Things have changed. Don't really follow my nails. I grow talons, you know, I got these really fast growing hands. Um uh fingernails and nails, yeah. Mm. Yeah, very far fast growth. So that's good. All right, Mr. All right. Thank yeah, you very much for coming. Thank you to the audience. It's been a pleasure to work and talk and uh share some of my um insight into things so the elements are elementary master them and the rest will just come easy all right all right we'll catch you andrina we'll catch up with you and we'll sort of yeah time actually enjoy cyprus exactly i've been traveling a lot the last couple of years it's been good it's great <laughs> yeah we were booked out to um october now so some first week in october so it'll be in october yeah no, good. Okay, no problem. We'll, we'll enjoy it. You're doing really, really well. Just keep punching the stuff out. Get up on the platies, on the platforms, man. It's nine o'clock. All right. Thank you very much. Bless Bye. you, everybody. Okay. Okay. Ciao. Thank you.